Hi, I'm Oki, and welcome to Tell Me About Your Book. Welcome back to another episode of Tell Me About Your Book. I'm really, really excited to be talking to author Eden Robinson about her book called Becoming Shameless. And instead of me going into it, I really want her to dive into it with me first. Hi, Eden. How are you today? Hi, I'm doing all right. How are you doing? I'm good. Thank you. I'm so glad you're here with me because we've been talking back and forth a lot, you guys, too, finally. Get to meet. So, yay. I'm glad. <laughs> Can we go ahead and get into your book, Becoming Shameless? Can you tell me, give me an idea first what it's about? Yeah. So, uh, basically, I named it Becoming Shameless because it chronicles my journey um, as someone who came out as a lesbian later on in life. There's a lot of shame around being queer um, and, and being a lesbian. And there's also even like being part of the queer community, there's a lot of shame around not realizing that I was gay until I was like in my late 20s, you know? And then in my life concurrently, while that was happening, I was also stuck in a really abusive relationship with my abusive mom. And so I write about my journey, both, you know, like coming out and and coming to terms with my own queerness while also realizing that this relationship that I thought was helping me and saving me was actually hurting me and making life much harder for me. In a lot of ways, it was very, it was very cult-like. Breaking free from, you know, breaking free from both situations, you know, breaking free from that experience, that sort of like cult-like, very abusive relationship, and also breaking free from this narrative I thought I had to follow in my life. And then, and then I'm realizing, wait, that doesn't, that actually doesn't fit me at all. I feel like perhaps when you were writing this, it became some sort of therapeutic channel, which I'm really, really intrigued by how this went from wanting to write to a complete project. How was your writing process through all this then? It's very much how I get things done, which is very much like I have an idea and then I just do the thing um, <laughs> and then it's done. You know, I had just finished reading Jeanette McCurdy's book, I'm Glad My Mom Died, which is an amazing book. And so that was kind of swimming around in my head. And then I was talking with a friend about, you know, our experiences with abusive parents, you know, each of us kind of had, have an abusive parent. And so we were talking about that and it was just all just kind of swirling around in my head. And I I was like, I think, I think I've got some stories to tell. And so I sat down and basically within a week, I wrote the first draft or got about 25,000 words down. And then from there, like I just all through Instagram, like I just started like a a book Instagram account through that. I found another amazing book, by the way, called uh, What My Bones Know by Stephanie Fu. I think everybody in the world should read that book. It's a, it's a brilliant, incredible book. I, I just kind of found a community of people who are, you know, reading books, healing trauma, telling their story, you know, like through that community, I found an editor, I found ARC readers, which are, those are people who like are willing to read your book before it gets published. Like when it's, they read it, like when it's done, but it's not published yet. And then, so then once it's published, they write reviews so that, you know, people looking to buy your book can see what other people thought of it. 
obviously found beta readers who are the people who like read your book when it's still forming and give feedback. So I just, I found a lot of people who are really wonderful and, and so helpful in making this book what it is and helping me tell my story. And yeah, I mean, to answer your question, it is, it was incredibly, incredibly cathartic. You know, I, I think anytime that we, we tell our story, you know, it's just cathartic, you know, whether that's, whether we're musicians, poets, writers, dancers, like any sort of storyteller, that experience of telling your own story and giving your own story the space that it needs is just really incredibly healing. I appreciate and love the fact that you're willing to be very open about this book and about what, you know, the circumstances that eventually led to this book. Were there any challenges throughout your writing? Not Really? Like, honestly, the most tedious part of it was when I was trying to, I was like reaching out to like agents and publishers and I just felt like I didn't know what I was doing. And, but that didn't work out anyway. Like no one was interested in it. And so then once I decided to self-publish it, it felt more seamless than I expected it to be. And in terms of the actual writing, I've always been like... (laughs) So Pink is one of my favorite musicians, um, as you'll see in the book. Um, and she, <laughs> you know, her her art has helped me a lot. And in an interview, she talks about how she's this open wound. And I heard that and I was just like, that's, that's, clicked, I relate huh? to that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's how I've always been. All the stories in this book, I've told multiple people. I've told my therapist that I've had over the years. I've, I've told, you know, my, my godfather, I've, I've told my girlfriend, I've told my friends, like I've, all of these stories I have had experience telling. So when it was time to write them, it's not like I was suddenly facing something I've never looked at before. Gotcha. I was just like, mm-hmm. well, I've told the story. <laughs> Even like, again, some I've only told my therapist. So, okay, fine. Right. But still, that's I've told it to someone. And also it was it's much easier to write than, to me, nonfiction is much easier to write than fiction because with fiction, truly anything can happen and you have to narrow down the choices versus when you're writing nonfiction, only one thing happened, like one thing happened and then another thing happened and then another thing happened. And so anytime I felt like a little bit of writer's block or like, how do I, what do I, it's like, well, what happened? Write that down, you know? (laughs) And of course, you know, sometimes, right, as you write an experience, you're like, oh, right. And then that happened. You know, you go back and then you like add details that you remember. But I, yeah, I never really struggled with writer's block because, because I'm just writing. You're telling your story, right? Right, exactly. So yeah, the whole thing was really, really healing, really cathartic. It was painful in the way that like therapy is painful. And it's the kind of pain that it's like people who like getting tattoos. Like I, when I get, I have a few tattoos. Like when I get tattoos, I like that sensation. Like it's painful, mm-hmm. but like in a good way. Also, I'm also, my day job is I'm a personal trainer. So like, it's like when you work out and that sort of pain, it's like a good kind of pain. It's like tattoo pain, workout pain. Writing this book was like the emotional equivalent of that pain where like, it was sure it's, it's painful, but it's like, it feels good. So right. that's why it was like easy for me to do. I love how you explain that. That's pretty brilliant, actually. So when somebody gets a hold of your book, Becoming Shameless, ultimately, what do you want us to get out of that besides getting to know who you are and what you've been through? Um, I know it's a I weird just, question. Yeah, no, I, I, no I, think it's a, I think it's a beautiful question. It was something I was keeping in mind the whole time I was writing because I didn't I didn't want this to just be like, you know, 120 pages of like navel gazing. Every story that I shared was with the intention of telling a story that 
generally we don't tell. Like, I know I'm not the only one who's experienced this type of abuse. For others, they may have experienced it from a partner, from other people, they may have experienced it from a friend or a different family member, not necessarily their mom or their dad, you know? So my point is, I I know that I'm not the only one who's experienced this kind of trauma. My purpose in writing this and creating something that's like publicly available is to help other people who have experienced that kind of pain and that kind of trauma and are feeling how I felt, you know, up until very recently where it's, you're just, you don't know what to do with it and you don't, you're just kind of struggling. And so throughout my life, I've been really helped and healed by other people and and artists who tell their stories through their art. You know, again, that's why I love Pink because she writes her own songs and she tells her own story. You know, there were poets and writers and, you know, people who wrote their memoirs that I was reading and, and listening to and watching from when I was very, very young, I started getting into memoirs, you know? And so before I could even face the fact, before I could even begin facing the fact that I was in a really horrendous, abusive, hellish relationship and that my parent was the cause of that, which is just like, I think that takes a, a lifetime or two to really kind of grapple with. Grasp to truly it, yeah, kind of, absolutely. Yeah. Before I was able to start facing that, just being able to see the emotions that I was struggling with reflected back at me through someone else's story, just that experience was healing. And so that's my point with this book, you know, because I benefited so much from that, from, I benefited so much from other people doing. And so this book is my contribution to that, that cycle from which I've benefited so much over the years. My book is just sort of like, okay, like I've benefited and and healed so much from these other people doing that. So then I want to energetically put something back into that cycle, you know? Right. I feel like this is part of the reason why I love talking to authors, because through your work, you can feel the passion or the intentions or the entertainment of what authors intend to do. But to even hear you talk about it, there's even more importance to why this book should be read or that spotlighted everywhere. I think this is great. How has it been since you published this book, which is about only a month ago, a month or so ago? Yeah, pretty much. Almost two months ago, something like that. Anyway, right. <laughs> what, what is time? What is time anymore? Anyway, but yeah, no, it, it's, I mean, it's been really wonderful. So many people have read my book, like, you know, combination of, of art readers and also people who have like discovered my book because I've, I've been able to go on these podcasts and, and talk to people and, and mm-hmm. talk about my book. They've read my book and reached out and, or they listen to a podcast and they've reached out. And they're like, oh my God, I'm going to buy your book. Like I loved how you said da da da. I related a lot to what you were talking about. Like every time I get one of those messages, usually on Instagram, I'm just like, oh, like I, it's, it kind of catches, catches me off guard, you know, because it's like I, I sat down, I wrote the book. I went through the editing process, which is like, you know, several months of editing, you know, and then I published it. And it's like, okay, now back to now back to your regularly scheduled programming, you know what I mean? And back to my normal day-to-day life. And so it's kind of this thing where like I'll get I'll get a message and then I'll be like, Oh yeah, I did I wrote that book and like That's people me. are reading it. Yeah, right. And like I wrote that book and, and people are reading it and they're feeling things from it. It's helping them. That's, that's phenomenal. What I do. You know, that's <laughs> right. the I, I right, exactly. Like I feel so honored. It's it's overwhelming in a in a positive way. It's hard to even describe the feelings. It's just really beautiful to read people's messages and to 
to know that something that I put out into the world is making a positive difference for other people, because that's, that's what I want to do. Like, that's what I want to put out into the world, you know, after my, my bones turn to dust, you know, I want to kind of have left some sort of positive impact. And so I'm really proud and honored that my book can be a part of that. I love how you said all that. That was great. And I love the fact that do you have the guts to really truly spill what you've been through into your book? That To me, that's really brave. How was it balancing having to write the abuse part versus the coming out part of the book? Mm. Was there a big balance there? Yeah. I mean, again, the abuse part was definitely harder to write about because with the abuse part, I really wanted to strike that balance of telling the story of what happened mm-hmm. without traumatizing my audience. Like I, I, gotcha. I know that I, there's stories and I, I know there's some heavy stuff in there. My goal, and I don't know if I succeeded, but I hope that I did. My, my goal was to share enough of this story and enough of the details so that people who've been through similar experiences feel seen and feel heard and feel represented while also not traumatizing my audience, not being too heavy. So I, I try to strike that balance versus with my coming out story. There's so much more humor in that because I was such, the closet was made of glass. I was such <laughs> a little baby lesbian the whole time. I kind of compare that that moment of realization of coming out. I kind of compare it to like the Sixth Sense movie where you get to the end, you're like, he was dead the whole time. So it's like, <laughs> like for me, I was a lesbian the whole time, of course, oh you know, <laughs> like there's so much humor in that. It's so much more playful. It's so much more fun and like silly to write about that stuff. So yeah, so it was definitely a lot more fun to write about, you know, the the coming out experiences, just like how just ridiculously gay I was. And also how <laughs> in like, it was like, it's so obvious. I feel like the the writing the like the the um, abuse scenes was sort of it felt like crafting like a horror movie where it's like you want to tell the story but you don't want it to be too much because I'm, I'm someone I gotcha. love horror. I love horror same movies, here <laughs> you know but I'm very picky about it and it's if there's a fine line between a good horror movie well it's not it's not that fine of a line but there's a significant line between a good horror story and like torture porn you know what I mean right and so I want you know it's so I wanted to kind of I wanted to make sure that I was telling the story and capturing capturing the horror that it is to be in an abusive relationship without right. sinking everybody down you know without just like sinking my readers down and and, Absolutely. and and giving them this heaviness that I don't I don't want to give them versus like the gay part it's kind of like okay if you've ever babysat and then you're watching like Blue's Clues or something and you know what I mean? And they're like, do you see the book? You know? And you're like, yeah, it's, it's right. right there. It's like, right. It's like the same thing. It's like, do you see my sexuality? It's like, yes, you're gay girl. <laughs> see it. It's right there. You know what I mean? Like it's kind of more, it's a different, it's a different experience. It's a lot more fun, a lot more silly. Yeah. I like that there is shift and change of attitude or even or even a change in hope and approach throughout from the beginning of your book till toward the end of your book, which is a wonderful thing to read that there's there's movement. So I like that there's a wonderful outcome ultimately, though. And you're here with your book, which is great. What else can you tell me about you as an author at this point, since you've done your book? You know, I'm, I'm just kind of going about my life. I have this idea that I, I kind of started writing. It's like a little a cute little gay love story. Personally, I've struggled to find a book 
that I, I think in general, fiction books that show mature adult relationships, I think are hard to find. I think a lot of fiction romance is very kind of concerned with fitting into certain tropes and kind of fitting into certain fitting into certain readers' expectations. And there's nothing wrong with that. There's clearly a huge market for it. I just, I'm an options girl. I like options. It's been hard to find a fiction that portrays two women falling in love, you know, finding love, and that's like emotionally mature. I feel like a lot of sort of sapphic storytelling can kind of fall into this very, I don't, I don't really know, but this very kind of like what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah. It's very like, I mean, I think romance, I don't think it's just for sapphic, right? I think romance in general, right? Mm -hmm. Very like kitschy, very kind of like flat characters where it's like, she's the like hot, sexy butch and she's like the femme ingenue and you know what I mean and she's fixes you whatever her car breaks down and then she has to fix it and, <laughs> da, 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 and then they fall in love and she's and it's very like I don't know it's it's very like simple um which again there's nothing wrong with simple is fun and it's you know it's sexy and sure I don't know I just been wanting to see a more how about they go to couples therapy together? You know what I mean? Like, I'm like, how about like, there's, how can we get a little more? That's what I'm working on right now as I like also do my day job and da, 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 da. But like, that's the piece that I'm kind of little by little working on writing. I don't know that I'll succeed in what I'm trying to do, but that's what I'm trying to do is, is show a more emotionally complex relationship between two women where they're in love. There's no like forced weird conflict. I'm, you know, like my goal is just to show like a very natural progression of things. And, you know, the conflict comes from outside sources. My goal is to kind of give, have the similar energy to like who anyone who watches Parks and Rec and sees Leslie and Ben, how they have always been like super strong as a couple. And then outside situations provide the conflict right so it's not like these petty stupid little misunderstandings where you're just Uh, shouting at them for like 90 percent of the book to just (laughs) talk to each other work with me (laughs) right like just just talk to each other you're not exactly you're not nine years old you have you can you can like you can talk to each other so it's like that you know that's kind of my goal is to to show two relatively mature adults having a relationship trying to get through life and managing that and also falling in love together. So that's, that's my goal. I don't know if I'll succeed. I have no idea when I'll succeed. I have no idea how long it'll take me to write this. I will be waiting for it. I think this is really great and beautiful. We had a, an episode with author Victoria Zamet a while back. Her book is called Magical and it's about a lesbian couple who, who are married and, and the author, Victoria, she was very adamant about just making sure writing a book that this couple was going through something phenomenal instead of having to deal with coming out or instead of having to deal with just trying to find a relationship. Can I find a relationship? So it was it was really great to listen to her, kind of like listening to you, just a couple going through things hers is a fantasy book so they found this like portal in the backyard and as a couple but they just happen to be a lesbian couple and but it's still a couple just going through something together and I loved how she set that up and I love how you're saying it as well and I think it's great I've met a good amount of authors that are doing this thing and it's 
It's amazing. I and I love it. I would love to read all of that actually. <laughs> Thank you. I think I have 2000 words written. I'm thinking that's going to be about like, you know, a little under like 10% of it. So, you know, my my goal is to make it around the same size as as my memoir, which is 120 pages. So, when I when it gets to that length, if I feel like I've I've said everything I want to say, then I will I'll I'll reach back out <laughs> as I'm going through like the publishing Yay. process. Please do. Thank you. Yeah. So are you done with becoming shameless, though, as far as beyond the end of that book that you wanted to continue writing about your experiences now at this point? Or that's still kind of... I think so. I mean, I listen, what I have mapped out for this other book that I have in mind, here's the thing, I suck at writing fiction. So (laughs) this is just like, it's just a fictionalized version of my lived experiences is what it is. And I think if you read the two books, you'll, you'll see the a ton of crossover because it's about two adult women, you know, finding each other and falling in love. It will include more of that. I haven't lived enough to be like, here's a part two of my like emotional memoir, you gotcha, know, right? with the fiction story, I can say more. It's, it's hard to exactly describe how when I wrote the memoir, I very specifically wanted to write it from the perspective as at, of, of me, the mindset I was in when I was experiencing it, right? Versus with fiction, I can tell this story of me as an adult and going through these adult experiences and you can add so much more that's kind of fictionalized of course right exactly this fiction book is is kind of going to be a part two my my goal is to give it much more of like a sapphic rom-com I want it to be very fluffy and very fun and also deal with these serious adult situations Mm -hmm. yeah that that these characters are going through because they're adults and they have their own trauma and they have their own baggage and they have their own stuff I don't really foresee writing like a second Mm full-on memoir right Uh, maybe I mean maybe when I'm like 60 sure you know (laughs) I'm glad to finally meet you I'm glad to get introduced to your world and especially becoming shameless because I feel like this book is not only is it entertaining in general because it's it's a work of your mind, but it's also very important for someone to relate to, someone to be able to reach out to you, which I love when authors do that. So Eden, where can we get your book? Yeah, so um, on Amazon, if, like if you go to Amazon, it's on, first of all, it's on Kindle Unlimited. So if you have Kindle Unlimited, just search Becoming Shameless and it'll come up. Also just on Amazon, if you want the paperback version, you can just type in Becoming Shameless. I published it under a pseudonym Eden Simcha because there's already an established author who shares my legal name. So I didn't want to like confuse things. So, and, and Simcha is the Hebrew word for joy or joyful. So it was my way of kind of honoring my, my Jewish heritage. I just, I like it. I like having it as sort I, of a, sort of a surname. I like what it communicates. And so, yeah, if, if you want the exact link or, or if you want to connect with me directly, um, I'm on Instagram. I'm at writing. Dot Eden. You can feel free to like message me through there. And then yeah, if you go to my page, there's the link straight to the book is, is right there uh, in my bio. So thank you for all yeah. that. I'm really glad that you gave me a little bit of time today to talk to me, to record with me, because this is this is really cool. And, and I feel like your book is definitely, definitely something that people will want to get their hands on. Any last minute thing you want to tell us before we go for today? No, I mean, that's pretty much it. I'm just, I was really lovely chatting and I'd love to do it again anytime. Yes, especially when you finish your second book. But I will let you go for today. Thank you for everything. And thank you for talking to me about becoming shameless. 
I think it's definitely an important book. Thank you, Eden. I'll see you next time. Thank you so much. Bye. Bye. (laughs) Thank you for listening to this episode of Tell Me About Your Book. Please continue to support indie elders and indie bookstores. And if you would love to support Tell Me About Your Book podcast, you can certainly do so by going to buymeacoffee.com slash tellmepodcast, where just for a price of a coffee, you can support monthly for just $5. There's other tiers too in the memberships, and you can look at all the info about it, and I would certainly, certainly appreciate it. And of course, there's the other podcast, Books, Cats, and Snacks, where Caddy and I talk all things book and about her cats too. See you then.